Welcome to Lost Cause Podcast. I am your DM, Josh Wilkinson, and I am joined by Kale. Hello, I'm Squeeb, and uh, yeah, I think you all know me by now. I'm joined by Alexis. Well, hello, welcome back. It's uh, it's a pleasure to have you with us again. I'm joined by Jade. I can't wait to see what happens with this cat. <laughs> and we are joined by Harris. Saving the best till last, the copper tier citizen, Halcyon State Raised. Speaking of, I have rolled to see who's doing our recap, and it is all yours, Harris. Take us away. Let's go. Last time, we started in a real awkward tumbleweed situation, deciding what we wanted to do. And these three fools decided that we would not show any initiative and just go drink at a bar. So we went to a bakery to do that for some reason. We met a dwarven woman that seems to have some friendly relationship with Squeeb. Then we sat outside. We had conversations. Tria spit wine all over Halcyon. Uh, And then this weird cat that was probably nothing showed up. Uh, And that's where we are now. So, a voice echoes from within the small feline frame that has gathered, I should say, at your table. Sorry, Nusbel, still working out the kinks. Glad to see you are underway with your task. I know the puzzles that guard my tower are annoying, so uh, may this familiar act as your intermediary. It will follow you while it is needed and return to me when you dismiss it. I have... No further updates, but uh, I've gathered that you have already made contact with some of the right people. If you struggle to reach certain individuals, I understand they are busy and important people. Let our little friend here know. They will pass along to me, and I will do my best to organize meetings, as it were. But again, appreciate the initiative. That's all for now. Does your friend have a name? Hello, I'm going to call you Bob. I pat the cat. The cat starts purring. Uh, Well, apologies, Desert Wanderer. Uh, It seems that the cat was something. Uh, I am goblin enough to admit admit when I was wrong. It is okay, Halcyon. I understand that it would have been slightly confusing without actually touching the kitty kitty. Yes. Indeed. Well, I uh, am getting... We we tried the iron tear way and it got me covered in red wine. Uh, it got us talking to cats. Perhaps we return to the copper tear way that actually helps us achieve things what do we at this point tria tria's gonna wander back outside after cleaning herself up and bringing some rags out and a glass of water she's just gonna like like silently stare at the group and then start wiping the table down (laughs) well i i suggest that we go to my place of work uh the halls of history there is a connection obviously there to the bureau of education uh, and another member of the Pentorum. In a, in addition to that, I just want to check that they have received word uh, from Vidya that I have been assigned different duties and would be as present as I usually am for my office hours. Don't think that that requires all of us to go. So, um... I think we should probably stay together, don't you? I don't see why that's necessary, considering that... Under the rule of the Dragon Queen, Titan is the safest city in the world. So, would I just you not don't agree? really want to be doing work uh, that benefits you. We need to go to chase up this potential relation and connection that we have, and I think we all need to be present for that. Would you not? 
be uh, questioned more than necessary if you wandered into your place of work with a random group of people that they'd never seen before. It's a museum. People can come to the museum. I more meant like if you're going to see your superiors and you're asking around for members of the Pentorum. Well, I mean... Usually, yes, but this is a job assigned by Platinum, dear citizen, and we have been assigned the job together, and I don't want this to be one of those group work scenarios where one just kind of drifts in at the end and is like, yeah, I'll take all the prizes. That's a real, that's a real nerthous move, and, and it's not Tria, like... Cool. Tria fumbles with the table that she's still wiping down slowly and almost like like pushes something off the edge. Look. I don't want to go anywhere near your halls of history. So if you Is it would rather of I do No, I would rather do reconnaissance elsewhere. There are four of us. I'm sure that we can split up and do something else. Well, both times I've mentioned the name Nerthus, you firstly have spat wine up and you almost fell off the table that you're wiping when I mentioned it again. Secondly, your research is downing a bottle and a half of wine uh, and then storming off. So I don't exactly trust that you're going to do anything of any merit if I take my eyes off you. So potentially you come along, you learn a few things, you create a few relationships, you at least play the part of a citizen of Titan. Maybe I was working for a platinum tier citizen. I don't think that I'd be able to gather any of my own actual information with you in tow, because the people that I know that will know things will not speak in your presence. The people you know are irrelevant to what we are doing. We are trying to engage with every member of the Pentorum. No one you know has anything to do with any of them. Am I wrong? I'm not justifying anything you're going to say. I'm that not means I'm right. Look, I get that you don't like this city. I get you're mad about something. I, I get it. That's fine. Do you want what is in that chest? You are doing this on purpose. I, I am know genuinely trying to help you. Do you, you want what is in that chest? Helping me. You are doing this as some kind of vindication to prove that you understand me in any way possible i am not part of your history books that you can just study from the outside and expect that you know everything look whatever feeling you have about this city that is on you and the dragon queen the question I am posing to you is, do you want the prizes laid out in that tower? Of course I do. That's the whole reason I'm Then why here. are you doing everything possible to stray from the path that achieves that goal? Go ahead, there wander off three... and drink within the outer city with the people that you think are important. And when you come to your senses, you can come back to me and the halls of history. There are three other heads of the Pentorum, and you are insisting that we go to the halls of history. I mean, if you have any other plans to engage with the three other heads of Bureau Departments, I am all ears. Look, I, I believe just... that there is a arm of the halls of history wing that talks about your lineage. Maybe you'll learn something about that. Maybe focus on the bearkin or whatever it is that you call yourself. I think I know a bit more about my own kin than a random history museum. It's not a random history museum. It's only the greatest museum in all of cars. But besides the point, I understand that. If I, if I may interrupt, this conversation is going in circles and not getting us anywhere. Great. Tria, you clearly do not wish to go to this place for some reason is it 
that you do not wish to be seen there. There is someone that you do not wish to see. You are offended by the history of this place. I'm not sure that... At the end of the day, I like the two of you. Not so much Halcyon, but I'm not sure at this moment that any of you are privy to my personal information. I, I do not wish to have details. Just, if you do not wish to go to the place itself, we can go and one of us waits outside with you. If it is someone that you do not wish to see, then we can work on a plan that while Halcyon is doing what he needs to do, that one of us can assist you in hiding. Doing if what I need to do? Again, we are oh, a group assigned to this work. Halcyon, no, you know that I did not mean it like that. Please just... I'm going to do a lap. I'm going to do a lap. I'm getting more heated than I like to get. I'm going to do a lap. About <laughs> time. This group, honestly, Rhea, I am trying to help. I do not wish to know details of your life. I just... Halcyon has given a good point. This is a place that can help us in our quest. That the quicker that we get this done, the quicker that we can all go our separate ways, if that is what we wish at the end of this. But, honestly, the two of you, it is not just Halcyon, are making this very difficult. I am trying to help. Whatever your issue is going to this place, maybe if you just trust us a little bit with what help you need, then we can help. Look, I understand that we need to go and do this. I will never admit any of this in front of Halcyon. I'm glad that he has gone for a walk. I know that we need to go there. I know that is our next plan. But I also know that Halcyon is doing this to poke at me and to make things harder. He's not I... doing this in a genuine act of faith and a genuine act of trying to get this done. He's told us before that he could walk away from the rewards in those chests. He knows that we have more on the line than he ever could. Honestly, yes, he has said that. But he also does raise a point. You are not helping yourself at this point. Get your own chest. I honestly would love what is in that chest. I don't need it as much as you seem to. Halcyon is a bit of a... A bit of a coscus. I am aware of this. But... The constant argument between the two of you... It's just wasting time and going in constant circles. We do not have to like each other. We do not even have to help each other with pure intentions. We just have to get through all of these people, do what we need to do, and then never see each other again. If I can help you be more comfortable in this place, I would like to help. Otherwise, I am going to go with Halcyon I'm going to go try talk to these people and get to the next stage. I would like all of us to do it together. Like you said, I suppose we do not necessarily need to. The choice is with you two. And Crixia will go to find Halcyon. Almost as if in agreement to what you have said, the little red cat climbs up onto Halcyon's seat and nods. Good Bob. <laughs> Drea will just like ponder it for a minute, uh, and then head back inside um Dwarven Delicious um to go to the bathroom. Um She is coming back. The she this is she's not just hiding in the bathroom, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> as you Bob, yeah, just briefly me as you, you Bob. <laughs> Just me and you, Bob. What do you want to do? You want to read a book? Yeah. I start reading the, the the my, like my book that I have to him. You who you have now uh, affectionately named Bob. The little red cat climbs up onto your lap so that it can get a better look at the book you've opened. Hmm. Pretty interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Some good stuff in here. Yeah, I'd like just turn pages and read it with him. And at this point, like 
I'm well aware that the uh, Platinum Ted guy can probably see all of this, but he also has the second book and probably knows what's in it, so. <laughs> the cat playfully swats at your hand every time you turn a page as the rest of your party takes a breather to get back on track. Tria is going to exit uh, the bakery um, stylized. She's like like combed, like not combed, but just like fixed up her hair, um, brushed down her clothes, which are not nearly as extravagant as the things that she wears at um, at war, at the Purple Worm, um, but is looking fine. <laughs> um, she's just gonna wait for Halcyon and Crixia to turn back up. Oh, how how far did Halcyon? I just did like a lap, like five minutes. Well, I apologize. I the heat of the day and the gargantuan task that we are facing. Uh, I lost my composure and I. Apologize to all of you. I would expect better of a Coppertier citizen. So, what is the plan? Well, I will be coming with you. I do not know what the other two have decided. I mean, I'd like to go see what crap the museum has uh, got on audience, but I mean, it's not necessary. I, I feel we don't all need to be there, but, I mean, obviously others fell differently. If you do come, I would say that the wing of the museum that contains the Bodian information is overseen by novitiate curator Ravabor, and he is not best at maintaining his areas of the museum, so there may be inaccuracies, and if you were able to correct them for me, I'm sure I could update them. I'll do my best. I'll, I'll report to you. I, I definitely won't tell him because he might have me, I don't know, thrown in the crag or something if he's anything like you, but... I am nothing like Nervous. Oh, to know. All right. Our motley crew head off together towards the halls of history. We've been here before, but for most of you, this is a relatively new experience. For you, Halcyon, this is home away from home you arrive at the front steps of the halls of history the building forms an x shape with the center being the entrance and each of the four arms being home to three elaborate floor to ceiling exhibits halcyon leads you all through to his side of the building which houses the Powaha relations international relations and the history of titan exhibits their names proudly displayed from a polished iron sign that is suspended from the ceiling you all pass the History of Titan display on your way to Halcyon's office and see a scale replica of the entire city tucked safely behind glass. The detail is uncanny, all the way down to the scale accurate crushed sand. Inside the display is a red cobalt that is currently adjusting the old city, disassembling the purple world. We shall go and see my boss, the curator of my wing. Master Gurchik, please address him as such. And then you may enjoy the museum's amazing displays and, and information. Is that agreeable to everyone? I do not have any complaints with that. Yeah, I suppose that could work. Thank you. How civil we are all being. Isn't this a lot easier? Yeah, I will walk uh, towards Gurdjick's office. You know that Gurdjick works up on the tippy top floor of this. The displays warrant having a lot of space. So the roof in this, uh, in, in the halls of history, maybe like 25 feet up. It's quite tall. But the top uh, section, the top almost third, is a private floor where Gurdjieff's office is, where there's a lot of uh, objects that are stored that aren't ready to be displayed, uh, and also where you have your daily meetings. 
to get up there, you have to go in through an office and up the little staircase that winds up to the secret floor, uh, which you have access to, obviously, heading through your office. You make your way up there. Would it would it be more um, kind of cordial in process for me to like send a letter through the tube system to Gergic? I love that. Yeah, you take the time to pen him a letter, send it through the Ozrad runic-powered pneumatic tube system. It boop, fires up into his office, and maybe a minute passes before boom, fired back is his response uh, saying that you may come up to his office I do so you are all lit up the back ways the sort of secret area of the halls of history only those who work here will have ever seen this space as you make your way up to the tippy top uh, you move past crates barrels there are a few of them have been opened all of them are filled with scrolls maps uh, a few old like clay artifacts there are various decorations here there are clay vases there are artwork that has been rolled up rather roughly as you make your way towards the office you see through the glass door you all see this very old dragonborn sitting at his desk he raises his head and just gives you a nod as you all make your way into his office well i wasn't expecting to see you today Alcyon, your leave has been approved i will be covering your office hours while you are indisposed is there something the matter oh no no master uh thank you for accepting the request and and also covering my uh, arm of of the museum i feel far more confident knowing that you are keeping an eye on it rather than novitiate rathabor especially after his potentially heretical comments earlier in the week. No, I have been assigned a new task by a platinum tier citizen alongside myself. I have been assigned these associates uh, who can introduce themselves for I would not want to speak for them. Uh, hello, my name is uh, Clixia. It is nice to meet someone of your standing. Well... And he adjusts his shiny silver citizen pin on his lapel to say this. Um, Tria steps forward um, and, like, nods her head in respect. Aratria. And, like, holds her hand out for a handshake. It is so lovely to meet you. And you as well? Uh, he just, he doesn't get out of his, his seat, but he reaches up to shake your hand. And I'm Scream. Uh, you're looking good, bud. Uh, yes, I'll... I'll quaint. Bodium. Mm. Well, uh, I will say, well, while I have you here, Halcyon, you did a bang-up job on that map. It's a wonder the thing didn't tear with all the ink soaked into it. Ah, that is a very nice compliment. Uh, it was quite a large undertaking. I actually walked the old city to ensure that it was still up to date. But uh, I am glad that you are pleased with the work. Of course. It is those extra steps you take that, well, I guess it lightens the load for those who aren't willing to make the necessary investment that an important job like ours has. While I have you, is there... I've read your note. Is there something I can do for you? Yes, the request of the, of the job we have been tasked with is quite a large one, but an important one nonetheless. Uh, we are required... At this there is like a choking sound as 
as Gurdjick takes a sip from his his like afternoon coffee and just <clears throat> right. Are you are you all right, sir? Yeah. Um. Yes. I. Sorry. Did you say every member of the Pentorum? I am aware of the undertaking that it is. Uh. But it, 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 through the Dragon Queen's Majesty, anything is possible. The required, it was Verdia the Weaver who has given us this task, uh, and he is hoping to gain information surrounding an upcoming vote. Uh, I would please advise, I have told you, for you are a close associate and a trusted associate of mine, to please keep this to yourself. Well, you can share the information, but Fadia has asked that each member of the Pentorum isn't aware of each other's engagement in it. He wants a unbiased response to a question relating to a vote. The vote to watch, we do not know, but you obviously, being a silver-tier citizen and a highly renowned, I mean, let's, let's stop beating around the bush. Master, your arm of the halls of history, it is the best arm of the halls of history, and that is because of you. You are held in high esteem, and I thought that you may have connections that could potentially get us into an office with Pentorum member Taldris. Sitting up a little bit straighter in his chair. Well, those are kind words, and I appreciate that you would share such delicate information with me, Halcyon. I promise you my indiscretion in this matter. It wouldn't do well for me to go causing trouble, especially between members of the Pentorum, and I am so close to retirement. So very close. The last thing I want to do is is make any waves. Well, I cannot get you a meeting with our head, uh, our Pentorum head, but I can certainly message my boss and then the, the gold citizen who is in charge of me, and perhaps they can then pass that along to a platinum tier citizen who can potentially pass that along to, well, I can at least get a message to Teldris, but you must know, and he's he starts pinning the, the message right now as he is speaking um, with a practiced hand. I will say it would be unusual for them to get back to you within oh, a week. I would expect it to take 10 days minimum for a for this kind of message to make its way up through the channels. And he um, seals the letter, stamps it very quickly, uh, and then whoop! fires it off through uh, one of the pneumatic tubes in his office that heads off. Was I in a position to see what he was writing as he was writing it? You absolutely can, if you would like to. Roll me a perception check. I don't think that I'd be, like, actively rolling. Like, like Okay, just, what's your passive perception? 14. 14's pretty good. Um, You'd be able to catch a little bit of the writing... Um, it is a very, very polite but short message. Um, it doesn't seem that he's being deceptive in any way. Cool. Um, yes, there it would be some time. I wouldn't expect to see a reply within less than ten days at most. This is a, well, a higher-ranking member. Um, that, uh, us, that is if, totally if you. If you have a platinum tier citizen who has made a request and you are working on their behalf, then I mean, perhaps it they might reduce their time down to a week or so. Boom! Immediately, a letter lands addressed to him from Pentorum Head Teldris. Uh, uh, is that the seal that I... Uh. I've, I've never seen, I've never seen that seal before. Uh, Teldris would would message someone like me directly, 
He looks almost afraid to touch it. <laughs> it just kind of sits in the little tube, waiting for someone to go reach out and grab it. I can open it if you like. Um, be my guest. Alright. Yeah. Like rips it. Rips it, tear it open, <laughs> and then, then like <laughs> unfold the litter. Hmm. It reads as follows. I'm well aware that the deer, the scatterbrained and ever so curious figure, has been seeking favor, and I am also aware that he has a group for which a important task might be performed. I have been expecting this letter. They have a meeting with me tomorrow, 9am. Make sure they are not late or I will hold you personally accountable. Signed, Teldris, Mithril Tier Citizen, the head of the Bureau of Education. Well, thank you very much. We will not put you in any harm's way. We will be there at 8.30, waiting outside of her office. Um, uh, yes, um, <clears throat> see, see that you are there fashionably early. I will, I may swing by just to make sure that you are there. Please, you are more than welcome to attend if you wish. For my position and my citizen win, I think it would be prudent. I won't bother you, but I will keep an eye out. Well, that is all from me, is there? And Halcyon turns to the group with the biggest shit-eating grin you've ever seen. If there's anything else that you would all like to inquire about while we're here, or... Uh, I would like to go see where the body and stuff is kept. Yes, it's a, it is a rather interesting display. Just make sure you don't touch anything. Okay. You happen to have a um a washroom, just so that I can powder my nose. Yes, there are many. Uh, one in each each section of the museum, though the wing that I am in charge of certainly has the best kept bathrooms. Sounds perfect. If you could just direct me, um, I'm sure I can find my way. Well, I'm sure Halcyon can do that. He is well versed. She turns to Halcyon. Yes, of course. Most certainly. Sorry, I zoned out for a second. Um, thinking about the Pentorum. What? I don't blame you. Could you just tell me the directions to the washroom in Gurchik's wing? Oh, we, I mean, we can head down collectively together. It's quite close to the to the Bodian exhibit. As you wish. Very well. And I will, after profusely thanking Gurchik again, we'll, we'll lead them back downstairs uh, to the Bodian exhibit down through the Poaha relations wing and point out the washroom that is in that part as well. Loud enough for you to hear before you leave, you do hear Gurjik saying, almost under his breath, how, how unusual. They replied instantly. What has Halcyon been doing? And that's what you hear as you leave. He sounded almost jealous. The toilet's just over there. Uh, Tria will wordlessly make her way over to the washroom. And uh, Squeeb will go take a look at these uh, things. So, interestingly enough, the Bodian exhibit 
is within the sorry the the Bodian specific section of the exhibit is within the Pawaha relations area of this wing, and we all know who that's run by. As you approach, of course he is. He's working. You see this easily little humanoid with an intricate, almost Hunger Games-esque ginger beard. As you approach, he sees you and gives you an, a slight, slight, sly smile as you approach. Oh, it's not often a Bodian comes in here. Yes, I'm just coming to check on the history of my people. Well, I'd be more than happy to uh, tell you all about your people. Yes, please. Please do. Tell me all about my people. He gestures towards the display, and you see they have made just horrific-looking, like, stuffed mannequins of Bodians. Um, little cockroach people who are like completely nude. They don't have any clothes on, um, and they are just sort of scurrying around in the sand. Uh, and they form almost like a line. And the one at the front is reaching up towards a dragonborn, whose scales are deliberately made from like fine materials. As you can see. The humble Bodian was helped from its simple origin as an insect into a productive race, thanks to the Dragon Queen. Back when she had a less powerful form, she helped raise them up. She formed the foundation of their society, as she has for many other races, but she took particular care in letting them know that they are a humble people. Their lot in life is not to strive for, you know, great honors, but to revel in the toil of hard work and labor. Very interesting. Go on. Well, uh, there are notable Pentora members who have had interactions with Bodians over the years. The Bodian naming convention is strange, and their language is so simple that many find it difficult to translate. But I can tell you that Bodians have for a long time been productive members of our society, and generally speaking, though though they have been given a a lesser lot in life by our holy queen they are important members of our society for everyone needs somebody who can clean up the trash no matter where you go interesting so we're a bunch of trash collecting insects (laughs) is that what (laughs) you're getting at well I don't mean it in an offensive way don't think of it as if you know, it's it's something wrong. We're simply saying that everyone has a purpose. And And Bodian's purpose is to pick up trash. Well, as noble scavengers, you help clear the desert oh. of of the objects that those those around us who aren't using anymore. Uh but you know the uh, desert changes, right? So like when the winds blow, all of the stuff gets just covered up. No, no. Our research shows that that is incorrect. Oh, okay. I apologize. I don't know anything about Bodians. Not like I am one. Well, yes, but we cannot hold that against you. It is not your lot in life to know the answers to these questions. Hmm. Very. How, how old would you say that a Bodian lives? Well... Uh, there are few resources that we've been able to uh, translate from Bodian, but from our our best guess, Bodians live somewhere between 20 years and 200 years. Wow. 
That's very interesting. Yes. It's a very broad number. Well, that just means it's accurate, but it's not incorrect. And in, I mean, I'd give you history, that it's not incorrect, but it is not accurate. That's for sure. Oh, would you happen to have some insight you could grant me? Um, oh no, I'm, I just pick up trash in the desert, so I wouldn't be able to give you any of that insight. Um, but I, I could I'm tell sure, by your garb that you I'm wear. sure Halcyon might be able to help you out. Oh, no, not me. I I know nothing of international relations in Quaha. I'm the, ex, you know, the external relations arm. Uh, international relations, I should say. Um, nope, this is all him. Ah, well, I'll tell you one thing. It's probably a good thing that not a lot of Bodians come in here because uh, this display could be seen as quite offensive. Oh, I... I promise you, it's offensively accurate. The only reason Bodians don't make their way in here is, uh, from my understanding, they find it difficult to take stairs. So that's why most of them live out in the desert, as opposed to a, a, inside the city, where they find climbing stairs difficult. I've never tried to climb stairs. Are there some around here that I could try climb? Yes, you, you would have gone over some as you entered the building. I, I personally... Very interesting. <laughs> Yes. All right, I've had enough of this. I'm leaving. <laughs> I'll, well, I'll turn around and leave. If you ever wish to know more about your people, I am always here. Oh, it's good to know. Bye. <laughs> Crixie well, will um, pat Squeeve on the shoulder as he leaves and is like, if it makes you feel better, not everyone is as much of an idiot as this guy. Makes me feel a little bit better. Um, as I leave, I'm going to. Uh, is there like, as I go outside, is there like anyone around or like a alleyway I could go down, um, so that I could cast a cantrip? <laughs> there are, there are people idling, around the various dioramas oh, in this space as they go, th as they sort of like, take in the approved version of history the pintorum cells your best shot at doing something privately would be to head to a bathroom i'll go to a bathroom then um tree has been like leaning on the door of the entrance to the washroom like listening to whatever's been going on so he just like squeeve just smacks it with the door as he walks in <laughs> <laughs> um yeah uh, is it just you and... Oh, it's just you here. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm going to pull out a piece of uh, copper wire and, like, tie it around my staff uh, and then um, just, like, lightly tap the floor, like, twice and then whisper into it and I'm going to cast message uh, and I'm going to send it to Halcyon and I'm going to say, I didn't think I could dislike someone more than you. Um, <laughs> that guy... Needs to die. <laughs> and then I'll, end, yeah, let him reply. <laughs> if he wants to. <laughs> I will reply. Very quietly as I walk away. Because Favel was about to reply. I'll, like, whisper. Yes, there is always a greater foe. Isn't there? Indeed. Uh, yeah, and then I'll um, just go outside and just hang out with, um, with Tria. Is there... So you guys leave the Waha relations section. Yeah, Tria, Tria was just kind of waiting for everybody to, like, exit so that she could sneak out of the bathroom and follow suit. Oh, roll me a stealth check. <laughs> Not very stealthy. The oh. dice really don't want me to avoid my story uh, <laughs> yes <laughs> that's a nine that's a nine he got a 15 on his perception check oh no it can't be teddy is that you teddy my name's Grebe. no not 
you, Bodian. And he steps forward, swaggering in his immaculate green robes. Tria is facing the opposite direction and momentarily falters at the nickname before she keeps walking. Teddy, I can see you. I'd recognize those fuzzy ears anywhere. He keeps walking. (laughs) He's not giving in. Oh, it's a shame. I thought perhaps we could discuss some decisions that are to be made soon, but I suppose if you're too busy. She whips around. Ah, there she is. Fitch? There's no need for that. It's Nerthus now. A respectable name. For a not-so-respectable man, I think Fitch does just fine. Depending on who you ask, I've become quite respectable now. Unlike you. Are you still toiling away in some forgotten bar in the outskirts of the city? I don't think my personal life has become any of your business as of late. Did you actually want to discuss something with me, or am I leaving? just wanted you to know that I've checked on the little ones and they're doing fine. Tria puts her hand into her satchel and grabs something real hard. They are much safer. I've heard that there was a terrible fire out in the old city. Good thing they weren't around that kind of danger. They'll grow up safe inside the city walls. Where they should be, I dare say. Did you need something from me, or am I leaving? Oh, just a hug before you go. Don't take one step near me. Roll me an intimidation check. I take it I still can't see her? Oh, you can see him, yeah. I, I assume you've stepped out of right. the bathroom at this point. Cool. What was your role? Seven. Uh, I'm going to um, use my chronal shift, um, and you can re-roll that. Hey. What does that look what is, like? Yeah, yeah, lay it on me. <laughs> um, so, like, uh, as as she's about to, like, she says the thing that she needs to, but then, um, like, as she, like, doesn't get the reaction that she was wanting, um, I, like my hands up in the air and like make both like counterclockwise motions with my hands and like time just like reverses like 10 seconds um and yeah she gets to re-roll for yeah for everyone else here this just feels like the strongest sense of deja vu okay let's roll it again and see if i get any better <laughs> please that's a 16 much better what just happened? Did you... Um, well, if you're busy, I should... I should let you go. You know, I have you're an important not, job to get back to. You're not letting me do anything. Now I suggest, if you ever, ever see me... Again, if you were to ever see me again, you turn the opposite direction, and she leaves. Making demands of someone in their own place. Manners. She grips whatever's in her bag even tighter. Are Halcyon and Crixia outside with these two at this point, near them, or are we still, like... In, In my mind, this is what I see in this scene, as you guys are down the hallway. The bathroom is, like, halfway down. Um, and that midway point is where we find uh, Tria and Squeeb, and then uh, Crixia and Halcyon are like a bit closer to the exit door, so they're past um, the two who are by the bathroom. I think I think as soon as like raised words were, were heard, I, I, like Halcyon would have stopped, turned heel, and been taking full notes the entire time. <laughs> as um... Tria catches up to, I guess, Crixia and, and Halcyon then. Um, Crixia kind of, like, stands up to, like, full, full height next to Tria 
and like says loud enough. Do we have a problem you need help with? Oh, you and I? No, human. I wasn't talking to you, little man. I was talking to Tria here. Don't see why my height is important in this particular exchange. He is a problem, but one that I will deal with. It's bad manners to whisper. She keeps walking. Okay, well, seeing that you're taking notes, Halcyon, he also pulls out a notebook. Very similar to yours. Spending time with Iron Pin citizens, are we, Halcyon? Curious. Oh, heretical comments yesterday. And, well, Nerthus, or should I say Fitch, was it? Um, You do what is needed. Um, No, no, you do what is needed, uh, and we are on our own path. And and while uh, they are iron-tier citizens, they are far more under the shadow of the embrace of the Dragon Queen than you will ever be. So remember that. And uh, in a week, month, these uh, aspects will come home to roost. And you will feel their teeth. Uh, associates, shall we leave or? Tree is gone. <laughs> oh, she's oh, she's oh, everyone's gone. Oh, I thought I was... okay. Brixie is still standing next to Halcyon and looks at him and nods, but has a little bit of respect for mm. him now. So offers him a smile. Speaking back to him in his own language, he is flustered a little bit, just a little. His cheeks go red, a bit similar to the color of his hair. Well, uh, um, yeah. Just watch the company you keep, Halcyon. Watch the company you keep. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, good one. I shall be seeing you. And I'll look. Um, I have been thinking about um you know our tasks at hand and i'm a little bit worried as uh, we've got that meeting tomorrow at 8 30 um and we've also got a meeting today in what how many hours or minutes i have no idea but anyway i have a worry in the back of my mind that we will be putting too much on our plate like what if the task that we are given by uh, the person we are seeing today ends up b- being needed to d- be done in the same time that the other person's task needs to be done? So, I mean, it's all good and well taking initiative, but I feel we shouldn't put any more tasks on our plate and, until at least one of these are done. That sounds very sensible. Squeak. And also, good going in there, bud. Oh, I am not a fan. You'd find Tria outside, like, <laughs> knife in hand, scratching something into, like, the cobblestone, the sandstone outside. It's, like, in the corner. Squeeb, you would recognize this knife. It has been taken from Dwarven Delicious. Uh, I mean, uh, are you just borrowing that? Don't worry, Squeeb. I, I asked for it. I'm not a thief. Oh, okay. Sorry. I, I mean, I didn't mean to accuse you. Um, carry on. I don't mean to pry, Drea. I know you have your reasons for the city. I simply think I could offer you something that benefits you. You seem to know a lot about Nerthus, who I think is a a blot on an otherwise perfect part of this grand city. Um, and potentially if you were able to share some information with me, we are obviously moving in higher circles. We could see him live the rest of his life in the crag. Unless the city suddenly grows Empathy? It has oh. not helped me. Nothing I'm talking about to do with nurses has to do with empathy. You wield that knife, I wield a pen, they cut just the same. 
everything that he has done has been aided by this city. I don't see them changing their minds anytime soon. You speak in such absolutes. Everything can be changed within Titan. New discoveries happen every day. New findings. Better understanding. All we need to do is let the Pentorum, or even Silvertear citizens, stumble upon some new findings about our friend Fitch, was it? I don't know if they know that. And the things that he has done. Again, just an offer. Know that I can be an instrument in a goal that we both would be would be pleased to see would happen. But no pressure. Tria just keeps scratching into the sandstone without saying anything. So, uh, how long do we have until we have this meeting tonight? I'll say you've managed to kill plenty of time in the city. Moving around it can take a while. Especially because if you were moving quickly, it would look suspicious. So I'll say that your interaction at the Halls of History, however brief, carry you more or less through the afternoon. Um, you are welcome to go to the other exhibits that do not have Nerthus in them, but they are more or less the same propaganda pushed by the city. Accurate or otherwise, you have no idea of knowing. Um, you mean well, Bojan don't live from anywhere between 20 and 200 years? I mean, that's not <laughs> They do. They but do. I mean, <laughs> seems accurate as hell to me. Like... Mm -hmm. On. <laughs> I had so many more hot Bodian facts for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> it was nicely just to see how long <laughs> our Bodian could stand the bullshit before we got out <laughs> Well, um, I mean, we do have time for dinner uh, or time to spend some time apart from one another if you wish. And then we could meet back at the Undying Cathedral this evening. Tree's not offering up any opinions. She's just waiting for someone to come up with a plan, so. I mean, I would like to go uh, back to my shop to do some reading, but uh, I am also willing to, um, you know, get dinner with you guys as well. Not that I need to eat. Uh, actually, I'm going to go. <laughs> I'll see you all soon. Don't be late. If we're late, we will die. I am never late. Well, I will uh, retire to my abode then too and see you all this evening. I have business to attend to. Yeah, Tria just nods, um, like, shoots a glance at Crixia just to be like, I'm gonna go, and then heads off in the direction of her own house. Would that be towards the outer city, I'm assuming? She lives inside the city, but on the outskirts. I suppose Crixia follows a few footsteps behind as she's heading out of the city. The party heads their separate ways for a brief moment. And I think we'll linger on Squeeb. Squeeb, where are you heading? Uh, I am heading to my little shop. Actually, yeah, I'm actually heading to um, to the Dwarven Dwarf Cake, Dwarven Delight, Dwarven Delicious. That's that's Dwarven Delicious. That's where I left my uh, my shop with. Um, yeah, you make your way back to Dwarven Delicious. You see your little stall that is fully unfolded. On the back of Foresight, your giant riding lizard, who affectionately <laughs> is your approach. Uh -huh. Nice. Um, um a, a interestingly enough, as you approach your store, there is a figure on the far side that looks like they're touching your stuff. Um. Foresight would normally not let anybody touch any of these trinkets or knickknacks, but his eyes are a little red, 
He looks a little unsteady. Uh, excuse me, um, are you wanting to buy something? I thought this was your stall. Uh, stepping out from behind cover, we see Zalty, a, like, white-scaled kobold who has, like, yellowed teeth, um, very small, um, beady eyes as well, placed oddly high up in his face, and he wears a very small mithril breastplate that denotes him as a member of Titan's internal compliance offices. What have you been uh, up to, Squeeb? Oh, uh, you know, just doing work for a platinum test citizen. Right, yes, and I'm the Dragon Queen. Oh, that's that's heresy. I should tell <laughs> my friend Halcyon about that. Halcyon? Who's Halcyon? Oh, you don't know Halcyon? I don't know everyone in this city, Squeeb. I can't know every little piece of trash that drifts through these streets. Well, I mean, Halcyon seems to, so... He knows every piece of trash in these streets? And if he doesn't, he he gets to know them. Yes. Very good. He pulls one of the trinkets off the little hooks. No, it's a shame you left Foresight alone. A creature like that can eat all sorts of things, especially things it's not supposed to. What have you done? Oh, I've done nothing. But Foresight, Foresight's done something he shouldn't have. That's for sure. You look over at Foresight, and Foresight sort of half-heartedly looks up at you. No. Foresight, are you okay? I'll catch you around, Squeeb. But, um... Make sure that... You aren't doing anything you're not supposed to. I know you've been sneaking into that damn school. I don't know what you're talking about. And I will get my goddamn pin back! And he punches the side of the cart. How did you lose your pin? You know damn well you're the reason I've been to. I mean, you can't blame me for your incompetence. I'm not incompetent. I know, I know that you snuck into that damn school. Is, is this why you don't have a pin? Because you're not incompetent? I was going to tell you how to get the antidote for your foul beast, but I suppose I won't now. Afternoon. He makes sure to throw a bunch of the little trinkets that you sell down onto the sand beneath his feet. He kicks one down the street before heading off. It was very rude, and you will pay for it daily someday. Um, I run into the shop. Um, Dwarven Delicious. Dwarven Delicious, and I um, Dibs, please! I need help! Uh, foresight is sick! Um... That horrible man Zalty has done something to him. She comes rushing upstairs. Um, she has an apron on and like a set of, they look like goggles, almost like, like safety equipment. Right, sorry, I was just working on a batch downstairs. It's crazy how flammable a dwarven ale can be. Um, I what what do you need? I've I've. Got plenty of stuff. What some sort of antidote of some sort. He mentioned antidote, so I don't know if he's um, if he's sick I, or dying or what's happening. Please help. I, I don't know about an antidote, but we can definitely make something to help him throw up. That might be the best bet. Perfect. Uh, she runs downstairs, comes back up with like a three liter keg um, of like what you can only assume is dwarven moonshine. She rushes <laughs> out the front door Um almost damaging it as she hits it with such force runs forward pulls the cork out with her hand raises foresight's mouth and then just starts pouring the ale into his mouth and eventually the very strong dwarven ale um which is definitely not ale it's a spirit for sure 
is enough to make whatever was inside Foresight's stomach come bubbling up. Um, you see like a very brackish, dark, like gray-green liquid mixed in with the bile as he vomits up some kind of poison. Can I um, can I do a couple of checks uh, on this? Yeah. Um, I, I want to do an arcana check and then an investigation check, if that's okay, to see if Thank it's you. magic and see if it's, or is it like one or the other? Roll me both. Okay. Arcana is a dirty 20. You are certain that the poisoning is not related to magic. There are no lingering effects on uh, any lingering magical effects that you can detect. Uh, and the investigation is a nat 20 for a 25. Ooh, big boy. That's pretty big. Okay. You are... You're not someone who works in agriculture. You work in, like, trinkets, jewelry, um, little knickknacks. But you are close friends with someone who does work in food and baking and someone who has uh, pretty extensive knowledge on what can be grown in and around Puaha. You are certain, as you sort of, like, thumb through this liquid, almost, um, using safety goggles and some gloves, you see a little bit of undigested material that looks like mage's hops, an ingredient that is toxic. Dun, dun, dun. It is used in small amounts to dilute potions and make them go a bit further, but uh, if it's not used in tiny amounts, it can alter the effects of potions. You don't sense there's anything else here alchemical, so it's most likely just a bunch of mages hops that has been slipped into Foresight's food. Um, Can I try and gather what I can of what's left invisible? Um, in like a little test tube or something um, that um, that grand grand might have um, she doesn't have any test tubes but she does run out back and come back with some glasses that you could use cool yeah I'll, I'll put some in a glass and just put it in my pocket for when, when I see Halcyon next <laughs> Thanks, guys, for listening to this very riveting episode of The Lost Cause Pod. Uh, if you would love to, which I would love for you to do, please, uh, follow us on all of our social medias, uh, Lost Cause Pod, on everything that we've got. Uh, feel free to uh, review us, rate us on whatever social media, social media, on whatever podcast app you're listening to us on. Um, and it. Uh, the next episode will be really, really cool. So feel free to come back for that. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> <laughs>